Hi, I'm James Brooks, and welcome to From the Factory Floor, a conversational podcast about all things startup and tech, brought to you by the folks at thestartupfactory.tech. So obviously this is our uh, introductory episode, so uh, we'll have to see how this goes. My name's James Brooks, I'm the Head of Projects at the Startup Factory, and uh, today I'm the uh, host from the Factory Floor podcast. So with me today I've got two guests to really speak about how we've come to this decision to make a podcast, what we do, and what you can expect going forward. So without any further ado, I'd like to introduce Guy Raymond and Ian Brooks. So chaps, if you'd like to do a quick introduction of who you are. Okay, um, my name's Guy Riemond. I'm a non-exec at the Startup Factory and, yeah, get involved in uh, all things uh, marketing and want to see other things as well. Uh, so, yeah, over to Ian. Uh, well, thanks for that, Guy. Um, so, I'm Ian Brooks, uh, co-founder of TSF.tech, actually born in Manchester, um, two miles from where Johnny Marr was actually born. Uh, there's a blue plaque on the wall. That's for Johnny, not for me, obviously. Yeah, that's for Johnny. Uh, you're a bit better guitarist than me. Uh, my background, uh, spent all my career in professional services, bit of a maths geek, uh, accountant at heart, love numbers, uh, but then spent 20 years in and around tech services. And then since 2007, uh, I've been dabbling with uh, startups. And um, I'll tell you a bit more about mine and Guy's relationship uh, when we came together uh, a bit more productive than the Gallagher brothers, quite frankly, but we'll, we'll see. Well, I think you've, you've just put me to shame there, Ian. I'm just going to add a couple of things to uh, what I said. Uh, it was a very brief intro. So uh, I guess my background and, and where Ian and I met was um, we probably met, I'm guessing, 10 years ago now, Ian, something like that, maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit longer. And uh, Ian uh, came to, uh, in as a consultant uh, at my previous company, Cake Solutions, and really helped effectively kind of professionalize our company and and really get a, a tighter grip on uh, everything as, as Ian's intimated there's uh, it's chartered accountant by trade to everything financially it really kind of helped us with so for the last well since 2001 which is when we formed cake for the following 17 years until 2017 I was obviously founder and CEO Ian was uh, a non-exec uh, for the last seven or eight years of the, of the company before it was acquired in 2017. And then since then, um, I've been working with uh, a number of companies to uh, help them uh, with their kind of high growth strategy. And I'm also in the midst of setting up a couple of new ventures, uh, one with a, a partner in sunny Derby and one in New York. So pretty diverse. So yeah, that's, uh, that's where I come from. I mean, I don't think it's particularly sunny at the moment. I mean, it's uh, raining cats and dogs in Manchester, to put it politely. So <laughs> that's, I think, all we can really expect from the uh, northern weather. So obviously you mentioned there, obviously, Cake and sort of some of our background there. I mean, I also uh, happen to work at Cake and we all uh, transferred across. So obviously we're all at the Startup Factory now. So I don't know, um, do you want to describe a little bit about what we do? I mean, obviously you guys founded um, Startup Factory. So describe what our mission statement is here. Perhaps if I give a little bit of history as to how it started and then, you know, Ian, you know, you kick in with, you know, the more recent stuff where I was um, still working for the acquiring company. So, yeah, the Startup Factory is a model that was born out of something that didn't quite happen by chance, but uh, we stumbled across an opportunity uh, and, and tried something and it worked. So 
we, we, we came across two startups and, and Cake worked with big companies. We didn't work with that many startups really, but we came across these two startups very close with, within sort of three or four months of each other. And they were both really interesting ideas uh, and we could see how you know how they could solve a problem and and the value they were going to add to that particular market and uh, we also liked the people behind it they were genuine experts in what they did and um, they came across really well and we felt they they had all the attributes they needed to become successful entrepreneurs and you know like a lot of startups they've got a, a friends and family kind of fundraise but again, like a lot of startups, they, they just didn't have enough capital to do what they needed to do. So, you know, what we didn't want to do was not be involved with these two companies because, you know, as I've said, we really like the ideas, we really like the people. So we tried to think of a way to make it work. And, and the way to do that was to take part cash payment for the uh, work that we were going to do, i.e. build the tech product, because that wasn't their specialist area. Uh, and and take um, a small stake in, in in their company in return for the shortfall in cost of of delivering this particular project, and we did that. And you know, it, it, overall, it worked really well. It's like anything; there was uh, ups and downs, but ultimately, we built um, some really kind of leading edge actually um, products. And we felt that, that had legs. That that idea, that model, where you know, a, a, a founder would come in, tremendous domain experience, but just didn't have all the cash or all the know-how to to build out their idea. So, you know, we, we, we formed something called Cake Invest. Now, as we formed Cake Invest, the Cake was acquired and there was a probably a, an 18-month period of negotiations and everything else that went on. Uh, and it was kind of put, the idea was just put to one side. Uh, and, and that's really where, after the acquisition, uh, Ian kicked in and came up with a, a new brand and, um, you know, the, the full model, business model for TSF was born. Ian, do you want to take it from here? I was going to say, not just uh, came up with the idea, but stole the uh, Factory Records logo. <laughs> <laughs> Created that without that, I think. But no, that, that's true. I, I mean, I'd been kind of dabbling around uh, startups and then kind of met Guy, and really I was inspired by Guy's journey. I mean, prior to that, I'd spent the best part of 15 years working in the PLC and got some, you know, medals and scars from that. But but really with, with Guy, it was my, my kind of first kind of co-founder collaboration with Cake Invest, and I, I really enjoyed the chemistry, the trust, and, and kind of the energy. And so when um, we exited from Cake and I kind of took Cake Invest as a concept, as James has just said, I was kind of really kind of motivated and inspired by Factory Records and the whole Manchester thing. Uh, the fact that I was arrested once at the Hacienda has got nothing to do with it, but I think it's the Mancunian attitude and the people, you know, people at Factory Records like Wilson, Gretton, Hannett and Savile. And then in Manchester, we've got people like Alan Turing, Engels and Lowry. Manchester's a, a vibrant place that's got so much, you know, positive entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, there's the 16 Nobel Prize winners that come out of uh, university. If you go to Sackville Street, the old, uh, the original university building, there's just some amazing names, um, Rutherford, Bohr, Chadwick. And then, of course, we've got Graphene in 2010. So, yeah, the, the startup factory took the kind of the spirit and the attitude uh, and the entrepreneurial flair of Manchester. And, you know, like I say, inspired by guys' approach to technology and business, culture and marketing, 
and the lessons we'd learned from the couple of startups we'd worked with originally, um, we thought we'd uh, we'd have it a go uh, ourselves. So yeah, TSF was a startup itself uh, and kind of embodied all the the challenges and opportunity that had. But for me, I was just curious, curious about creating something that we, we could just give other people an opportunity that, you know, they had ideas, they had creativity, uh, they just didn't have some funds. And we were in a position to do this, this sweat equity model uh, to help them realise um, their visions, really. I think, uh, I think getting a... Getting arrested in the hacienda is a, is a badge of honour, isn't it, in uh, Manchester? Yeah, yeah well, I, it, it wasn't just me. There was about 300 other people, and um, I was innocent. Honest, honest, gov. Recommendation from Manchester. I mean, the only thing we don't have is a beach to quote. Was it the gallery? <laughs> but, I mean, obviously, there are downsides to Manchester. We do still have Manchester United here, but ignore that for now. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, I, listen, I, I, I was born within five miles of that place but fortunately my parents emigrated to Lancashire and um, I was, I was uh, that blight was removed although it's still on my birth certificate. It's in Salford anyway and it's not in Manchester <laughs> so it's fine. So, I mean I think if anyone ever you know and every you know and people are invited to come at any point but if people come to our office we've tried to make the office embody a little bit about what we're about which is tech product entrepreneurs, startups, and the Northwest. And, you know, if you come to the office, you'll see shout outs to all the, the music scene, the sporting scene, the tech scene, and our history. So it'd be really cool if anybody listening um, gets the opportunity to go to the Manchester Tech Centre. And, you know, our, as, as long as somebody's uh, in there, which uh, is, is a lot of the time now, everybody, you know, we're, we're moving back into the office then they're welcome to just literally pop in. We've got a coffee machine, a good quality coffee machine, sit down, have a coffee, have a walk around the office and, and have a chat to us. If you've got a tech product startup idea that you, you, know, you, you want to uh, look into and just see whether it's something uh, that's you know, potentially viable and you want to take forward. Yeah, we have... Um, is uh, is Maracas. Well, just what we've got, we've got six album covers on the wall in the office uh, for those of you that are listening, and we have a music test. So uh, you have to kind of uh, know your Manchester uh, music. So, I mean, obviously from that, we, you guys have both got ample experience in the startup world, you know, both tech and in other fields, obviously with Cake, what you've done previously. So why is it now that you guys have kind of decided to share your stories and do the podcast and what TSF does? I think it's because, you know, quite frankly, we need to eat our own dog food. So, you know, some of the things that we that I used to do at, at Cake uh, and I've talked about since on, on various blogs, you'll see them on the journal page of the, the Startup Factory website, startupfactory.tech. Um, the, I'm a big proponent of doing things differently. And, you know, one of the things we successfully uh, did at Cake was that we, we didn't hire a sales team. And that didn't stop us. And actually, I think we probably did way better than if we'd hired a sales team because we, we took a slightly different view on things. We, we, we quite frankly didn't want to run a sales team. No one in the company had the appetite to do that, probably the skill set to do that. So we looked at how we could push ourselves out there. And, and actually, a, a bit like the whole startup factory idea and Cake Invest idea, it's something that kind of happened organically. So our CTO, Jan, um, was, um, you know, forever doing experiments, looking at new technologies, which is, you know, a key 
aspect of his role. And he, he used to blog about them right in the early days of uh, when blogs were a thing. And, and prior to that, we'd written several books on various technologies that you know, we specialized in. And you know, all of these things that we did demonstrated expertise so that when we're in front of a client and normally for the client who contacted us rather than us contacting them, then we didn't have to. The, 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 the question about expertise was never a thing. We, we, you know, we, we'd already cracked that. And really, it was a case of then sitting down with them and talking to them about the commercials. And if we got the commercials sorted then, uh, and, and got the, the project scheduled in, then we, we, could, we could just go ahead with it. So that kind of expert content generation worked really well. And we turned what we did, we, we, we didn't just rely on Jan in the end, we spotted that as an opportunity. We started winning business on the back of some of Jan's blogs and some of Jan's conference talks. And we're talking, you know, significant pieces of business, seven figure sum uh, projects. And, you know, we, we thought, well, we, we need to multiply that. So we, what we tried to do, do then is we built, a purposely built a culture at Cake that one of the main aspects, and the, the culture is actually a whole different podcast. So we can talk about the, the all the elements that are involved in building a, you know, a, a really fulfilling culture and, and a cultural platform. We can talk about that in another time. And we, we'll talk about marketing at another time in a bit more detail. But we tried to emulate what Jan did and we encouraged the team to build personal brands. And, and that is how we multiplied our message across the internet. We used all the platforms, the, the social media platforms to push it out there. And it gave us a huge voice in what was quite a niche technology area. And um, it was really successful for us. So, you know, the podcast really is an extension to that kind of idea that we had at Cake, that we're moving into the startup factory. Ian's done blogs ever since I've known him. Every, every week without fail on a Monday morning, you know, Ian. On the lighthouse. Right, so, sorry, James. So from the lighthouse, it comes. <laughs> from the lighthouse, it comes. And it's, it, you know, the, the blog's really interesting and different. And, um, you know, it, it's always a good read. Uh, and, you know, then I've started more recently in the last four months now writing weekly blogs. So the podcast is a natural extension to that. And then in addition to that, you know, um, we have a book coming out later in the year. So probably sort of October time, October, November time. We've got a, a, a blog that is aimed at the, the, you know, our target audience, which is tech product entrepreneurs. And um, we're hoping that the, the expertise that we and the experience that we've written about in there will help tech product entrepreneurs and inspire them and, you know, just help them perhaps not make quite as many mistakes as we made or not the same mistakes as we made along the way. And hopefully it'd be very, very useful. So, you know, the podcasts and the blogs that come from the podcast really will be a prelude to the, the book. And then um, from the start of next year, then we're going to bring in guest podcasters. So we, we're going to bring in our extended networks, so really interesting people who've helped us along the way. And they'll share their, share their expertise. And again, I think that would be an incredibly useful resource for tech entrepreneurs. Yeah, I mean, a couple of things really to add to that. I think... Um... I mean, Guy talked about eating our own dog food. Guy's actually been like a dog with a bone on these podcasts, quite rightly. Uh, I think Guy's been innovative around marketing, branding, and personalization has really pushed this. I've seen enough people walking down Oxford Road with those small white things in their ears to, to realize this is a, a great way of kind of getting your, your, your marketing message out there and reach 
Um, I think it enables you to put your personality in. I much prefer writing. I've, I've got a voice for radio, so a um, face for radio rather than a voice for radio. But uh, overall, I think it's just you know part of that modern marketing messaging and the, and the whole platform, which I think uh, for startups gives you a reach through the internet and an ability to broadcast your message and create those connections to your target audience in a way which is is people are now listening rather than reading. We kind of went from books to the Kindle uh, and now we've gone to podcasts. And, and to be sure, if, if Peter Crouch can do one, I'm sure we can do one too, fellas. <laughs> Peter Crouch, Joey Barton, all the footballers are getting on it these days. Yeah. Actually quite good. Yeah. I actually do have, a, do have a secret ambition. And again, um, I don't think I've ever, dis- ever disclosed this to you, Guy. When I was at university, I played in a... I played bass guitar in a, a Clash tribute band called the Haddock Brains. So uh, if I can now get some out on uh, iTunes and Spotify, the band may get back together as well. So well, having heard I'd love to say I'd, I'd pay good money to see that in. You, you, you on lead guitar. Brilliant. Haddock <laughs> 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 Brains. That's, brain now. It's, that's, a, that's a story definitely. Get back to the script. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, Guy, you mentioned that you know, we really want to inspire tech entrepreneurs to, you know, do their thing, generate these businesses, which a lot of them obviously with the world as it is, has probably been affected by and be able to really stimulate that growth. But is it just under tech entrepreneurs that can really benefit from sort of this podcast or the book that you mentioned or is anyone got? No, that? I think, I think, you know, actually, um, any budding entrepreneur, um, you know, this is squarely aimed at startups and there are tech elements for sure. Uh, but there are a huge amount of takeaways, I believe, for, for any uh, entrepreneurs. You know, this, this kind of marketing philosophy, you know, we, we, Cake was doing this probably 12 years ago now. Um, now, 10 years ago, we started that journey on demonstrating expertise through blogs. But prior to that, we've, we've done books. So those, those are the kind of snapshots that can be applied to uh, any kind of organization. So... I think there's, there'll be a huge amount of uh, useful stuff coming out uh, from the lessons we've learned along the way and the, the mistakes, which are many, that we've made along the way, um, then, you know, everybody will benefit from that. Ian, is there anything you want to add to that? Or? No, I, th- I think, like I said, I think the, the journey that me and Guy have been on and what we're trying to do here is just trying to share our experience and share some learning points. Um, I think there's, there's no kind of right way there's obviously lots of, of, of models and methodologies we use at how we build our startups, but um, I think we're, we're very firmly based in tech and most businesses these days have a tech element. But, but yeah, I think suddenly we're going to talk through this series and then in the book about, about people, culture and process and marketing, which you know Guy brings a lot to the table too. Um, so it's not just about tech. Uh, I think for me, the, the biggest thing about startups is, is learning, being curious, making mistakes, not being afraid to make experiments. So, hey, we're, we'd be more than happy to talk to anyone over at Brew. Uh, if we really like you, we'll take you for a pint to the Lesser Gallery, pub behind the office. But, um, yeah, we're very much community-based, which, again, is something I've learned from Guy about how to operate in you know, the open source environment that Kate worked in, about sharing and being a, a proactive part of the community. So, Again, just back to that Manchester spirit, we want to kind of create a hot spot and some energy and some forward movement for people who have got an idea. If it's tech, we can definitely help you. If it's not tech, we can, we can just 
um, show you some of our experience and, and help you learn and, and give you some signposts, I think. Obviously, um, obviously, when we do our previous, well, consequent podcasts, it won't just be Ian and Guy. We've got a lot of experts in the team, you know, whether it's um, people like Alexa, who are CTO, or Eric, our head of engineering, sort of really trying to help people and push them, whether it's to tech startup or, like Ian said, just a startup and at least trying to help you avoid some of the pitfalls and mistakes that we've made over the years and really push you in the right direction. So I think as a final point, just for this podcast, if someone was to come and say to you, what is it you, one real learning point that someone took from this podcast or sort of the consequent series of podcasts that we'll do, is there one particular takeaway or one piece of advice that you really want people to get from this? I think be resilient and, and don't give up. Um, it won't work first time um, it won't be linear there'll be um, pivots you'll have to go back and restart and change but I think being resilient and being tenacious and, and kind of having that forward view to believe in yourself give it a go I think you look at the I mean the average age of a successful entrepreneur in the UK believe it or not is 44 uh, we all think it's kind of a, a tech geeky uh, boy and girl duo at, at 20 doing something digital but um, I think it's never too late just if you've got that fire in your belly give it a go and, and be, have that can-do attitude. And I think I think my kind of parting shot is that I, I believe that um, you know don't, don't believe everything you, you read in the media this is a great time to start a business in my in my view um, what what the pandemic's actually done is or, or any kind of situation like this it creates opportunity. And I think the opportunity here is that tech has been moved forward at least five years and people have been forced into doing stuff like, you know, the, you know using Zoom and, and Microsoft Teams and, and video conferencing tools like that to, to have meetings and not have to travel as much to be able to work from home more, to embrace a lot of the software as a service uh, opportunities that are out there, whether that be I don't know, accounting systems, HR system, project management systems. You know, people are moving online very quickly because they've had to. Uh, that in itself has created huge opportunities in the tech world. Uh, you know, one of my startups uh, in particular is based on that kind of idea. Um, not one for today, but, um, you know, it's, it's embracing the changes that, that have been forced on us over the last um, 12 months uh, and making the most of that kind of opportunity. So, um, yeah, and, and I think the, the other key one is I just want to um, reiterate something that Ian said, that my, my, one of my favorite words for entrepreneurs is tenacious. You have to be tenacious. You, you've got to accept the fact that not everything will go right. You've got to think about how to solve those problems. You can't bury your head in the sand. Um, but for people who are, you know, who are tenacious, who have a good idea, and you know who really work hard uh, and that's another key element you must you know you've got to be able to really put everything into this uh, then uh, you know you've got a very good chance of being successful it's funny that the words tenacious and resilient are also the ways i'd sort of describe being a fan of the football teams we support being burnley and uh, city over the last couple of uh, <laughs> decades so no thank you very much guys and is there any sort of last thoughts you really want to put across before we wrap things up here Yes, episode two will be better than episode one. <laughs> Tune in. Like Star Wars. <laughs> are, are, we, are we not in it then, Ian? <laughs> We're just the warm-up acts. Right, well, thanks very much, Ian and Guy. Cheers. Thank you, James. 
I think that just about wraps things up here. If you have any thoughts or questions on anything we've said today, get in touch, whether that be through our Twitter, at RealTSF, or email at hello at startupfactory.tech, or feel free to drop in for a coffee and a chat. As ever, thanks for listening.